Hey, thanks for tuning in to YWAM Gold Coast Stories. We hope this podcast gives you some insight into who we are and what we do as a missions organization, as well as encourages and empowers you to walk in the fullness of Jesus and to bring kingdom transformation wherever you go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of YOMGC Stories. My name is Dave. I'm the director at Youth with a Mission Gold Coast. And today we've got Tara Lemna with us. Um, she has been with uh, YOM for almost six years now, um, serving in the area of DTS director. And she's our evangelism leader here on base as well, too. And so um, we get to hear a little bit of Tara's story of how she got here and some of the challenges um, that it's been to stay in missions and to love people and all that kind of stuff. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this and are deeply encouraged by Tara's story. So uh, Tara, let's just jump straight into it. I've got a few questions here. Um, and uh, Tara's actually been a really good friend. You know, she's, uh, she's challenged me in a lot of areas. She's inspired me in a lot of areas as well. Um, but um, what actually got you into missions? Like, where did the whole storyline start for you? Yeah, that's great. I can't say that growing up, I necessarily wanted to be a missionary. I would see missionaries visit my church and they often were quite old <laughs> and they had a passion for third world countries and they would maybe wear interesting kind of outfits that I would never choose to wear. So I was never really drawn in that area of missions, but after I graduated high school and I had no idea what I wanted to pursue and was kind of jealous of my friends' career paths and how they kind of had their life figured out by the age of 18 somehow. And the only thing I really knew was that I loved God and mm. I wouldn't mind getting to know him more. So when I heard the idea of a DTS, a discipleship training school that was about knowing God and making him known, I was like, well, that seems like a sweet fit. And I did that here 10 years ago now. and. That was awesome. It really opened my eyes to what missions was, sure. um, to deeper things of God and who he was. But after my DTS ended, honestly, like I didn't really see myself pursuing full-time missions. And again, I kind of thought that was for other people that were a bit different than me or something. And so I pursued a career back home and that was going well. And again, no desire for missions, but I heard God speak to me when I was working in an office and he said to come back and that was not what I wanted to hear and I was like, God, if this is you, I just hope it's not. I hope I'm hearing something <laughs> wrong. Maybe I've walked so far away from God that I can't hear him anymore and this sure. is good. This isn't his voice. But yeah, I just, I had kind of this stirring in me and I couldn't really drop it and yeah, so I kind of dug into that further and yeah, no, I've come back for five and a half years. Cool, well, I, I hope this is all right. Um, I'd like to maybe talk about that little space right there, because um, earlier you were just telling me that there was like a 10 month kind of gap where it's like you, you heard God 
and then you kind of said, yes, yeah. I will follow you, God. Um, maybe just for everybody at home, just to kind of hear what that journey is like. Yeah. And maybe maybe they're feeling similar things as well, right? Yeah. Did you just want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so like I mentioned, I first felt like I heard God while I was working at a desk, just in an office, um, typical kind of job. I didn't feel like I had walked far away from God, so I wasn't looking for a change. I was comfortable, and honestly, who likes to leave their comforts? Like, it just wasn't what I was looking for to be challenged in that way, I guess. And um, so knowing it was potentially God, I kept it to myself for a while and then I was like, okay, if this maybe is God, I was kind of getting a bit closer to that idea. Then I let some people in on my thoughts. I started emailing the YWAM base here and saying, okay, like I might be interested. And again, I was really back and forth, but then when I really liked being at home and my emotions were like, oh, just stay home. And sure. I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah, maybe why, maybe that wasn't God. And I honestly really flip-flop back and forth, um, not going off of God's voice, but going off of my emotions and what sure. I felt was right. And yeah. that's so easy to fall into. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, months were kind of going by. And then one day I heard God's voice so clear. It was about six years ago now. And I still remember exactly what God said, because I think it was one of the clearest times I heard him. And he said to me so simply, Tara, even though you don't want to go, it doesn't mean you shouldn't. Do you trust me? Wow. And that's kind of where I fully let my guard down. And I was like, oh no, this was God. Now, now what? And it, it left me excited because I knew I genuinely heard God. But at the same time, it left me scared because I didn't sure. really want to leave home. I, I yeah. was still in this kind of battle, but, but I was at peace. And it was really cool because after I said yes, the peace actually came after that. And it's interesting, um, eh? Yeah, I didn't have peace necessarily before the decision, but I think once I honored the Lord, he, he always backs himself up, right? So I, yeah, I felt peace in arriving here. That's great, Tara. I'm glad you didn't pull the Jonah. Yeah. You know, I know I pulled the Jonah a few <laughs> times on some situations and for moments you run and then you hear that voice again, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I got to just return, you know, I got to... I got to obey the Lord, you know, and uh, I know that's something that I'm really passionate about as well, too, because I, I, I believe this firmly that there's a lot of people that are called, um, but there's many that are afraid, right? Like it's, yeah. it's the whole Jonah, like being afraid of the unknown and, um, and then just deciding what's right to a man, right? Just, yeah. just saying, well, I'm just going to do what seems right. And I think many people miss out on these incredible opportunities, yeah. but um, I want to just ask you another question, Tara, like, because uh, I know being in missions isn't always just coffee and cake, right? Sometimes it is. It's so nice sometimes when it it's is. not. Yeah. <laughs> but what have been some difficulties in remaining in the call of God? Yeah, I think there's very obvious things that can really come into play when you're in missions because right away it's like, oh shoot, where's that money going to come from? Is we're full-time volunteers here, right? And yeah. sometimes there's kind of that battle and I've had to walk through a bit of that of like, okay, I, I say I trust God and, and I pray the right prayers that show I'm trusting God, but at the core of it is my heart genuinely trusting God in that area. And sometimes I've really had to kind of change how I go about finances and stuff. So it's been a bit about that, but honestly, I think the main thing when you ask that question, um, what comes to mind is how to work with people and how to do it well. Because I think being in a Christian community, you you know, maybe people think it's all just, you know, a beautiful flower field and it's just beautiful and peaceful and that's just always <laughs> what it is. But people are still people and 
everyone has different personalities and sometimes it almost feels like Jesus is the only thing we have in common and (laughs) everything else (laughs) we feel (laughs) doesn't relate. And I think I've really had to journey through how to love people and how to actually, again, at the core of my belief and my heart, do I really love people? Yeah. And is it deep? And do I hold a fence? And when there's a different personality to me and we're working closely, how do I do that well? And how do I still be Jesus in the midst of that? Sure. And, and yeah, how do I not let my frustrations take over? Because that can be so easy. But yeah, really trying to work with God and how to love people. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I can so identify with that. And I, I actually remember, uh, this is probably f- my fourth year into uh, being in full-time missions with YWAM. Uh, I had a, I had a person ask me, so, you know, tell me what is, what is the, the most important thing that you've actually learned being in missions, right? And I thought about it for a few moments and I said, communication. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they're expecting something a little more spiritual, but, um, just like what you're saying, Tara, like, I, I think it's so true that, you know, it is deeply spiritual learning how to love somebody that you totally disagree with. Right. Right. And, you know, it reminds me of that first Corinthians 12, like we are one body, but we're many parts. And it just seems so like normal that the body would just function well, right? That we would all just move together. But um, in reality, it's like we have to learn to love, we need to learn how to function well together. And, um, and that's been definitely one of the greatest challenges um, you know, that I, I still face, but I've, I've learned so much about over the years and stuff. And yeah, it's just, um, it's just the ongoing thing of just learning how to love <laughs> God and love people. Because loving God's probably a little bit easier, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, loving people, yeah. it's, it's a challenge at times just because we just think differently, just like we were saying as well. Um, this leads me to my last question for you. Um, what are you passionate about for the body of Christ? Yeah, I love that question. I think the main thing that comes to mind for me for this question is actually enabling people to know what it's like to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And that maybe seems so vague because especially as Christians, you know, we often will say, yeah, of course you have a personal relationship with God. Like, what's the big deal or why is that so significant? But I think for me growing up, Yes, I would do the Christian things of reading my Bible, you know, when I felt like it or going to church most Sundays. I would, when I was a kid, right, you'd glue the cotton on the sheep on the piece of paper, (laughs) right, in Sunday school. And you kind of know these things and you know the stories. But when you actually know what it's like to rely on Jesus as someone who's genuinely there for you and not just relying on an idea or relying on a scripture verse that maybe feels empty to you, but how do you actually rely on him as a person and as a spirit who's with you. And um, that's also why I love evangelism is because I want people to genuinely know that they can trust in somebody and have hope in somebody. Yeah, for sure. That there's more to this life than maybe meets the eye because ultimately we're kind of wanting to do this life for eternity, right? It's mm-hmm. beyond these 85 years that we have. And I'm passionate for Christians to really have that identity as knowing that they can talk to God anytime that they can rely on him when situations, so you know, seems like everything's falling apart. Like how do we actually rely on someone who's constant for us, who knows how it's going to end? How can we rely on God in that process of getting there and making it out? And, 
Um, yeah, so I'm passionate for non-Christians as well, just to, to get that, for there to be light bulb moments. Amen. And for there just to be a shift and for people to love the Lord. That's so good. Well, you have definitely inspired me, and I know many other people on, on base here, staff and students mm. in the area of evangelism. Um, you're just fearless in going out there and it's just, it's so good just to see um, you actually moving in the power of God, seeing people get healed and saved on the streets, holding signs like free prayer and people coming and you ministering on the streets, like just wild stuff. And it's so encouraging. Hey, and, um, and that's why I, I love the work of an evangelist, you know, like they, they come in and they stir us up so that we'll go out and actually do the works of Jesus as well. So thank you so much, Tara, for just sharing a bit of um, who you are and your journey in God and stuff. Um, it's been a privilege to be a part of this six-year journey here at Wyoming Gold Coast with you. And um, I hope all you guys were encouraged as well. You know, our, our greatest desire really is to know God and to make Him known. And these are the stories that God is writing at Wyoming Gold Coast. It's in many different ways, but it's all about knowing God and making Him known. God bless you guys, and please tune in for another one in another month. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining us. We hope you were challenged and encouraged to bring kingdom transformation wherever you go. If you'd like to get in contact or learn more about YWAM Gold Coast, you can visit ywamgoldcoast.com.au.